The sun is back, but so is the tit sweat. It's a serious issue, and it's not to be taken lightly. It pulls, it pulls, it pulls actually at the sort of, um, God, Jesus, I don't need to wash, bloody hell, didn't need to see that first thing in the morning. <whistles> pulls at the sort of waistline and actually then seeps out into the slacks. And what I've just noticed here is actually there's a sort of um, salt line on the slacks from the dried tit sweat. I wonder whether or not there would be any interest. I know there are some fucking freaks out there, man. Whether or not there'd be any interest in me sort of um, uh, obtaining that salt. You know, getting a sort of yield, a salty yield from it. You're farming the, the the salt of the tit sweat. I wonder what it would be like. I wonder what it would be like to season food with, to season your steak as the salt on the salted caramel, as the salt on your chips, the salt that had come all the way from Rankin's tit sweat. For some people, that might be a dream. For others, that might be a true vision of hell. That could be the twisted post-apocalyptic hellscape that the science fiction authors of the Victorian era described. You know, Jules Verne, perhaps, in one of his more fevered dreams, could only imagine a scene as horrifying as perhaps a group of millennial women sprinkling Rankin's tit-sweat salt onto avocado on toast. And just wolfing it down. Ugh, portion after portion of sourdough. With massive holes in it. Don't get me started on sourdough. Unbelievable. You're paying mainly for air. The rest of it's so tough that when you try and cut into it, it just fires across the, the cafe or the boulangerie or the patisserie that you're eating it in. Half your avocado goes on the floor. French bulldog will be there to lap it up. Anyway, back to the tit sweat. I don't know how long it would take me to yield enough of it to warrant, you know, maybe a small vial of this twisted elixir. And really what it, what it, what value it would have, if any. Perhaps it would have a negative value. Perhaps I would need to be paying people to take it. It's capitalism, isn't it? It's, it's both the wonders and the horrors of capitalism bound into one nightmarish package. I, again, why does it fall to me to come up with these ideas? Shouldn't there be a think tank or a panel of other fucking lunatics out there that should be having all of these ideas? And just a little note will pop under the door. They'll just say, Rankin, bottle your tit sweat. Let's dry it up. Let's harvest the salt. Let's sell it. We'll be millionaires by Harvest Festival. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday, I think. Thursday the 15th of August. Fucking Christ, we're already halfway through this month. I'll be 35 on Sunday. 35 goes around the sun. 35 ejaculations into a sock before washing it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, 
I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Threshold.fm, welcome to Coffee and Memes, welcome to this nightmarish vision of hell. Guys, we're here, we're doing it, we're getting it done, we're obtaining the grain, we are getting after it, we're just smashing down the barriers put in the way by our own stupid monkey brains. The barriers that we, the, bar, the biggest barriers out there, ladies and gentlemen, the barriers we put in the way of ourselves I, I take the piss but I'm I'm also serious just have a freaking word with yourself and think what am I doing today to really self-sabotage this human train what absolutely stupid ridiculous dumb bitch things am I doing to fuck myself over and then have a go at stopping doing them it's that's easier said than done right it's a painful conversation to have with yourself i have it sometimes sometimes whilst in the shower when the showering is not taken up by the whacking then sometimes when you ponder the universe think about what's going on in the world you know you think about just have a little think about what am i doing to really retard myself to really slow down progress have a think about it and I think I should stop doing that but then come back to it a few days later and think have I stopped doing it no 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 it's easier said than done I wish some of these bloody bloody quote unquote journalists would would do this well just not checking spelling repeating sentences repeating paragraphs not doing any research not citing any data just fucking banging their heads into a brick wall guys what bull 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 bullcrap have we got for you today coast guard uses hoax story to highlight dangers of inflatables at sea sassy sassy coast guards having a go at it why not um grandma in hysterics after accidentally eating grandson's cannabis laced brownies that is a bit of fun i will say there there's good value in that that is worth a look um Men can now buy clear plastic shorts and they're bound to make people blush. Uh, these are delightful. I don't think they would be good in terms of ball sweat. I think they might encourage ball sweat. Let's get these bad boys up. I could see Wesley in a set of these. I really could. He's just this kind of saucy beggar that would uh, rock a pair of these to a pool party. He loves a pool party, just as long as the pool don't get too hot. Know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I could see it. They leave very little to the imagination. Well, I mean, uh, slightly more to the imagination than just wearing Speedos. So, what are you going to do, buddy? What are you going to do? Um, what else we got? Dragon Lady spends £61,000 on body modification to become a genderless reptile. Because of reasons, I guess. Um, I guess just because of reasons. Is that a good use of sixty-one grand? Not for me to say. It's not how I'd use it. Um, I'd buy Trickstar and shut it down. That's how I'd spend 61 grand. 
<laughs> right, guys. Right, lads. Clear out your desks. Come on. Right, turn that stream off. Let's get out of here. Right, sell, sell the CDJs. Come on, we're all going home. Let's all go to the pub. <laughs> Forget about it. Um, wow, she's uh, yeah, she's just gone the whole hog, hasn't she? She's got sort of nubbins um, implanted into her skull. Uh, the nose has been sort of flattened. Uh, nubbins around the eyebrows and stuff. Uh, big sc- scale, scaly tats. Big fingernails. She's got it all going on. Whoa! You know, God bless her each to their own. I, I, I'm I, as as long as she's as long as she's having a good time of it. Then yeah, Jesus. Ugh. <clears throat> Wait. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. She's um. She's keen. Eighteen horn implants. Well, it's hornier than a teenage boy. Uh, what else do we have? Oh. Right, okay, yeah, sure. Former estate agent says she used the power of her orgasms to treble her income. Uh, she is more terrifying, I would say, than the reptile lady, the dragon lady. Look at those eyes. They are the eyes of a killer. <laughs> and it, it, Yeah, still there. Still there, even in a different picture. Still there. <laughs> Well, look, she's she's obtaining that grain. She is wanking herself rich. She's getting it done. Sisters are doing it for themselves. God bless her. Uh, but she does look quite terrifying. Uh, what else do we have? Woman hides in car boot to catch friend trying to hit on her boyfriend. Uh, the boyfriend is in on it, apparently. So keen to, keen to find out what goes on there. Uh, these Queensland cops have found the super high purity MDMA, 90 million quid's worth of it, so they are getting gurney tonight. Some faces will fall in the, in the Queensland police headquarters tonight as they test the purity of that one. God, mate. God, I fucking love solving crimes with you, mate. Oh, it's just, you're such a great cop. You don't get. You deserve a promotion, mate. You'll make a fucking great sergeant one day, mate. Seriously, mate, you're so good at solving crimes. I wish I was as good at solving crimes as you. You know, like when people talk, they get they keep the teeth together, but keep keep talking. You're really good at solving crimes, mate. Seriously, and like, I, I think I could learn a lot from you as a cop. No, seriously, mate. No, I mean it. Come here. No, just, what? what was I saying? Huh? What? What's my show called? Huh? <laughs> oh, God. It's actually starting to make me feel like I was actually on pills. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's weird. Oh, I'm not sure I like that. Um, farmers jailed for trying to smuggle pig cum into Australia to create super cells. <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, imagine having to phone your wife about that. Babe. <laughs> babe. You, no, babe. Babe, yeah, I'm, I've got some bad news for you, babe. No, I'm in the nick. Yeah. No, you're not going to believe this, but... Yeah. No, I've got... No, babe, listen to me. Listen to me, babe. Babe, babe, stop crying, babe. I got... I got they caught me with... Yeah, they caught me with a load of pig cum. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, actual pig. Yeah, no, I tried to, babe, I was trying to create a super sale. Fucking super sale. Babe, you know, I've been going, 
yeah, I know. Like I've been saying, it's fucking super. That's the dream. Yeah, they anyway. They got that. I mean, you're gonna have to come, bar me. babe. Shut up, babe. Focus. <laughs> you got to come and pick me up, babe. All these cops here, though, they're acting really weird. They keep telling each other they love each other. It's, it's f- fucking weird. No, I'm not going to get the comeback, babe. That's why they arrested me. I, I think the dreams of the super sour out the window, babe. Babe, you got to come, babe. Uh, science, scientists invent chip that zaps obese people's brains when they want to eat. But really, are we taking it that far? Neural implants. Is, is this really what the obesity crisis has come to? Fucking neural implants to try and make people stop eating. Why not just, like, don't want to get too bloody reductive on this, but if you only eat the right foods, you it's very difficult to eat so much of them that you put on weight. Like, don't, want to get, don't make me get into this. Do not push me down. A fucking nutrition rant because I know no one likes it, not even me. It's we're making I'm making fools of everyone. All I'm saying, yeah, just eat predominantly high quality animal products, eggs, you know, meats, decent, decent, decent stuff. You'd, you'd be hard pushed to eat enough for them to put on. Anyway, guys, horse talking of horse pills or not? Horse waits uh, for a train. On South Shields Metro platform. He's just going out. He's going out for a night on the town. Can leave the geezer alone. He knows what he's doing. He's just going about his horsey business. He's going for a night out on the town. God, fuck off. Jesus Christ. Forget it. Forget it. Shoe Slingers. Road to Nowhere by Kiji. That's a weird bit. I like it. Forbidden by Furnace. The Ripper. By Ulterior Motive. Uh, Bada by Nuclear. Tomahawk. Acrid. Coincidences. Askel. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that may or may not make sense to anyone listening, but let's get into it. This Road to Nowhere bit by Kiji. Uh, nice bit. He did that acid. Acid trip, acid drops. Played a little bit weird. It sounds it's, it's got a sort of modular vibe to it. I think you know, a bit modular vibe. I mean, this perpetual state of do I get all my modular gear set up again, or do I just fucking sell it that I've been in for about the last five years? Answers on a postcard for that one. Kiji.
I'm into this. This is really cool. This is called Road to Nowhere by Kiji. Kij, good bit, I don't fucking know. It's on the sweet box. Pick and mix. 011. Androck is in the chat. Good morning. Good morning, my friend. Wie geht's? Oh wow, total hammergeil. Yeah man, that's Road to Nowhere by Kiji. I guess Kij. K-I-J-E. Don't at me. I like that a lot. I like these sort of weird uh, numbers, like the stuff submarines doing and other people of a like kind it kind of makes me want to make music again i haven't made music in ages it's not like it's not like i've been flowing over the brim with time with spare time whilst seemingly endlessly moving house and studios doing all threshold stuff trying to make a living at the same time also now i've moved into a shit old shell of a house which we're doing up which is uh taking up some time but i haven't also had so much the desire to make music, probably going along the lines of the last five or six years of the intense over-questioning of my own abilities and own creative output and sort of inability to look at anything objectively or actually just finish a piece of music and get on with it. So don't worry, guys uh, out there that managed to get records to 95% finished and then just can't quite tip it over the edge. That's all of us. That's 95% of the fucking industry of uh, even people that have been in the game for 20 years. So don't feel bad about it, guys. But that, I kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, am I going to start get get back into making fucking rowdy bangers again? Probably not. Don't don't play out that much. doesn't, you know, it's there, you know, most fun for when you get to play your own records in clubs. That's when making the really super rowdy bangers really come into their own. But... Don't play out that much more anymore. 
that's fine. I'm, I'm not trying to make it my thing. So maybe, maybe it's to start a new project. That yeah, that's great. Well, that's what I need right now—a new project. <laughs> so I could get a load of stuff to ninety-five percent finish under a different name. No, maybe I don't know. Maybe a new thing, a different name, something a bit weird, something like that, something where it's not just like, hey, let's make fucking amen bangers. Hey, let's make some stuff with some gabba kicks. Come on, then let's listen to an audio tune and hate myself. Like, let's listen to some Killbox mixdowns and cry in the dark. Yeah, great ideas. What I need to do is just buy some more plugins. I need to buy more VSTs, and that will make my mixdowns suck less. No, just actually getting on with it, finishing it, and just accepting your place in the pack. And that, you know, you're probably not going to be noisier. That's fine. Noisier and noisier. You don't have to be noisier. You can just be you. Make something that's different from what other people are making. Then you don't have to compare it to anyone. You know, that's a nice idea, isn't it? Make yourself incomparable. Great idea. Then you don't have to go, oh, well, I'll just see how it sounds next to some spore. Yeah, don't. I'll just see how it sounds next to Mephius. You know, just so I just get an idea of volume. Don't do it to yourself. Why bother? You know, <laughs> you know, go and get a fucking audio engineering degree. Learn how, learn how all the numbers work, yeah? Learn how all the numbers and all the buttons work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then do it for fucking years, yeah? Then maybe start comparing yourself to those ones. Because, you know, and if what are you striving? Do you just want to make Mephius tunes? What's the point in that? Mephius is always going to make them better than yours you know again make something completely different make something that is incomparable from anyone else that's how you're going to stand out you know when you go to a club you hear 100 records over a night probably more you know and most people there are on drugs so how are you going to stand out in front of 100 people on drugs you know like and they're yeah you know, how, how are they going to remember your record at the end of the night? That's the question. That's the one to think about. You know, is it because you've got the sound of someone just screaming endlessly into the night throughout it? That probably remember it, but maybe not. They're maybe not going to go out and buy that. Well, no one's going to go out and buy it. No one buys records anymore. Beatport have just got this bloody thing now where it's all um, it's all going to be streaming now. You just get a subscription and have anything you want. Great for DJs. Don't imagine it's that great for producers. It's just the way the fucking world works, isn't it? So, um, anyway, that's that rant over. Oh, fucking hell, Ollie Hooper, you absolute bad man. Cheers, buddy boy. You're a good lad, aren't you? Anyway, so that's Rankin's life advice for the day. Let's get back to the freaking news. Cheers, Ollie. You're an absolute sage individual. And I love you dearly. I will be up in London soon and we can have a roll. Um, I'm still not going to let you tap me, though. Um, guys, Coast Guard uses hoax story to highlight dangers of inflatables at sea. Uh, the Coast Guard agency is using a viral story that never happened. Fake news. Your fake news. Your fake news. Uh, your fake news, Coast Guard, as a way to remind people the dangers of being at sea. The story goes that a family billed rescuers seven quid for compensation uh, for the cost of a lilo when they rescued their child but left the lilo in the water in Cornwall. Well, I think the worst part of that is the Coast Guard clearly littering with non-biodegradable plastics in the ocean. The fucking Coast Guard should know better than that in this story that never actually happened. The family were then sent an invoice of £7,000, the cost of the rescue. However, the Maritime and Coast Guard has said the story was a hoax. In fact, it is believed that it is an anecdote from the 1980s that resurfaced, but is not believed to have actually happened. 
All right, 80s fake news. Cool. Um, the Coast Guard said, We're aware that there is a story going around on social media today claiming that the family made a claim against a Coast Guard helicopter base for the loss of an inflatable following an incident. We'd like to point out that we've never had a helicopter known as Coast Guard 771. And we have no record of anyone contacting any of our bases to claim any money for an inflatable lost at sea. We do, however, urge people not to use inflatable toys at the coast, as they're not designed to be used in the sea and can actually have very dangerous, uh, actually can be very dangerous to use them. We will always answer the 999 call when we are needed. We will always respond in a maritime emergency without contacting, without counting the cost. Hashtag always on call. Our brave boys in the Coast Guard, our brave boys and girls out there just getting it done, slinging dick and rescuing kids off inflatables, <laughs> just getting it done. Guys, what else have we got? Uh, Aaron Banks tweets jokes about Greta Thunberg being in a yacht accident. Uh, good times. Um, grandma in hysterics after accidentally eating grandson's cannabis-laced brownies. This sounds like a hoot. Let's have a go. Oh, she's keen. Yep, she's fucked. Yeah, she's got into the matrix. In fairness, we don't know what she's like sober. She could be like this all the time. Mad bitch. Just watching medical adverts. Well, she's absolutely off her tits. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, getting grandma drunk has always been a pastime that kids have been on board with, uh, but getting her stoned uh, is is an entirely different thing. But that's what happens to this grandmother when she ate her grandson's hash brownies without realizing they were laced with da herb. He said, "My grandmother ate my edibles. I'm crying." Inevitably, the giggles kicked in as he filmed her as she sat in her black leather recliner trying to get hold of a drink from the cup holder, but she was unable to get to it. No, she wasn't. We saw her take it. She was unable to get to it and sat back, swigging away to herself. What? Oh, sat back, singing away to herself. No, she picks it up. You see it in the fucking video. She picked it up. Have you not even watched the video? Claire Gilbardi Dickerson. Not heard of you before, Claire, and hopefully it won't again. Uh, she then bursts out laughing again as she reaches to get her glass, using both hands to drink it and manages to take a cautious sip. Eventually, she calms down a bit and she sways in circles and starts humming away to herself. She then requested that the grandson put on her favourite Peter Tosh record, Legalise It, and invited others not to criticise it. Uh, good stuff. Um, well, that's a bit fun, wasn't it? No, that's wrong. Guys, uh, do we need to cover any more on these clear plastic shorts? I mean, is there any... Any need to go over them? I should have worn those at Pride. Although now I'm nights of cocktails. Um, yeah, wow. I mean, you could make these out of uh, plastic, recycled plastic bags, couldn't you? That'd be a nice, 
nice way to um, nice way to recycle plastic. plastic bag. I don't, I don't think there's any anything more to be had out of that. Um, listen, prototype releasing records again. How about that? This is called Forbidden by Furnace. Obs, prototype releasing Foghorn now. Forbidden by Furnace. It's on prototype. Andy Golly calling it Mechanical Whale, oh, Metallic Whale Song. 
seems like a reasonable, uh, reasonable description. Yeah, man, that's Forbidden by Furnace. Uh, it's on Prototype. There's another bit on the other side. Two, tra- two tracks released at once on the same release. Imagine that. Imagine that. Guys, former estate agent says she used the power of her orgasms to treble her income. Well, don't worry, lads. I'll have a word with the chaps at the Patriarchy. See if we can get that down by 20%. Oh, man. She looked mad. Uh, she looks wild. She looks a bit terrifying. But God bless her. Uh, Venus O'Hara claims she trebled her income thanks to the power of her orgasms. Want an easy way to increase your income? Get success and make all your dreams come true. Just have a wank. That's the message Venus O'Hara wants to send. Venus is a former estate agent who claims to have trebled her income and found her perfect house thanks to the power of her orgasms. Whew. Wow. Venus, who comes from Manchester but now lives in Barcelona, uses a technique called sexual transmutation, uh, which involves harnessing her sexual energy to make her goals reality. Handily, she also managed to land a job reviewing sex toys, designed her own, and writing sex columns for major publications, so any time she masturbates, she can say it's work. Lucky. Okay. I have an orgasmic lifestyle says Venus. Every day is a climax. Uh, Every single orgasm I've had since March 2018 (coughs) has had an intention behind it. (laughs) Terrifying. Having read read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, I discovered sexual transmutation, which is the process of converting sexual energy into a higher goal. Sexual energy is the most helpful energy you can have. Until now, it has been repressed by religion and dumbed down by porn, which has not helped us to use it in a constructive way. But it can be harnessed through meditation and visualization. For example, if I want something, I imagine what it feels and looks like, and to make that desire stronger, I stimulate myself. Um... Let's just, just for a second, just imagine if it was a fella. Just imagine uh, if it was a lad going, I will used to be in a state itching and not like, but then I had an idea that if I just thought about something that I really wanted, and then I cracked one out, it would just sort of, it just sort of came to me. If you, do you know what I mean, like? Everyone be like, yeah, you're a freak. Get out of here. Go away. You're weird. I do not want to hear about your wanking or your cash. Or you, you just, I don't want, I don't want any of it. It's called sexual transmutation and I like, fuck off. Get out. Right. No, this is a celebratory article about Venus. Um, uh, I will re- be really thinking about the intention. It takes me 45 minutes each day and it has completely changed my life. I don't think it's the wanking part of it that is, uh, that's really what's going on here. I reckon if you just did some really serious visualisation and thought about something you want really aimed yourself at it and then worked really hard for it, I think that's what's going on there. I think, I think without, I look, I hypothesise that you could 
ignore the wanking part of it and still reap the vast majority, if not all, of the benefits. Venus says that her orgasm method has helped her to get her dream apartment and treble her income. Imagine giving this as advice. I mean, imagine giving this as advice to young men. Guys, what you got to do, think about what you want. Really think about it. What, do you want this particular car? you want this particular job? Hey, you want this particular lifestyle? Think about it really hard, almost till it hurts, then crack one out. Like, huh? What? Why? Why the? I get the thinking about the thing that you want, the goal. It's important to have goals. I get that bit, but then why the hairy-handed workout straight after? It just, it just really underlines it. You know, it's the real full stop at the end of the thought. The signing, sealing, and delivering the goal in a little spunky package. She started by imagining her bank balance increasing while having an orgasm. And she says that she was given more work immediately after that. Alright, mate. <laughs> I've cleared I've cleared all my debts, claims Venus. Oh, that'd be cool. Maybe I'll just think about my debts going and whilst you know it's worth a try. It doesn't cost you anything, does it? Look, this is free. Yeah, guys, you're not she's is she selling some sort of course? Has she got an ebook? Does she have a Patreon account? This is a long article. Jesus, look at it all. We're not we're not getting through this. This is a weird one. I there's a lot to it. I don't know if it's not working out. Keep the toxic pressure to lose weight away from masturbation. What? What about let's keep the toxic pressure to earn more, the toxic pressures of capitalism away from masturbation. This, uh, do you reckon it's going to be written by... This is Ellen, Ellen Scott here writing this one. She writes a lot of this crap. Uh, the toxic... Do you reckon it's going to be here on uh, this one as well? This is going to be a big one. Uh, yeah. 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 So again, keep the toxic pressure to lose weight away from masturbation. What the fuck? What? I, how are they... T- when I receive a press release for a calorie-counting vibrator, I'm not even surprised. Yeah, that's because you work, you write these all sorts of... Yeah, I bet you were over the fucking moon that you get to write some dog shit article about it. The toxic pressure to lose weight. Imagine the toxic pressure to be healthy. The toxic pressure to be a healthy weight. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine the toxicity of that. That's hilarious, a calorie-counting vibrator. Why not? You know, why not wank your way to a healthy weight? The toxicity that, no, we should just all be grotesquely overweight and just wanking ourselves all day, not doing anything of value to society. <laughs> just strumming one out. At least um, our lass here, as wacky as she looks, she is clearly contributing to society. She's generating income. She's, you know, she's growing the economy and whacking away at the same time. I mean, she looks like she's at a healthy weight. She, you know, she's certainly got a glow about her, shall we say. She does look like someone that, just that look in her eyes, does say she's just thinking about where her next wank's coming from. (laughs) Hey, Nick, she's smashing it. You know, God bless her. Like, uh, you know, go girl. Like, good for her. I I might give it a try. Shall I give it a try for a week and then we'll see what happens? Like, I'll really intensely think about what I want for Threshold. Really think about growing the audience, you know, really expanding the remit of the content. Really just getting it, the guests I want. (laughs) 
<laughs> not just strumming out at the same time. Get some really big guest on, like you know, I don't know who that would be, but they're like, oh, oh, so um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. You know, obviously, I you know, I reached out, and what I did is before I reached out to you, I imagined that I wanted you to come on the show, and I had a wank. <laughs> <laughs> I used the thing that's called sexual... Hey, come back! Where are you going? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the world of the Metro. I just... What to do? Now I want to use the sacred sexual energy and helping women to explore themselves. Hey, we all want to help women explore themselves. To be clear, just so you don't quit your job and start masturbating for hours a day, Venus doesn't just lie back on orgasm and wait for the money to arrive. You're no shit. The power of her orgasm is all about changing her mindset and manifesting her goals. Sort of like creating a vision board. But she still does the work to bring in the funds. Writing a blog, running a YouTube channel, doing affiliate marketing and sponsored reviews. She has also written three books. Collaborating on a beginner's guide to BDSM. That's Bondage, Discipline, Dominance and Submission. Sadism and Masochism. Okay, uh, and a sexual vocabulary, a sexual vocabulary book called English for Perverts, and an erotic memoir, The Mask of Venus. Well, I'll stick all those on my Amazon wish list. Venus has completely changed her lifestyle since quitting the real estate game. Her progress isn't as simple as just throwing in some vibrators. She said, back in 2009, after the financial crash, I was working, lux uh, working in luxury real estate on a commission-only basis with no salary. I'd be showing people these amazing properties from Monday to Friday and sometimes not making a single euro or going home to an empty fridge. But then I started strumming it out. And now look where I am. Guys, that's enough of Venus for now, but I hope she's been an inspiration to you all. What have we got? The Ripper by Ulterior Motive. Let's do it. Yeah, so it turns out, yeah, she is selling something. Books. And pingers. She's selling gurners. Oh, 
Guys, I'm afraid there is no rankings records today as I have to work. It pains me as much as it pains you. Probably pains me a bit more, actually. Yeah, Chode, I'm afraid you are right. One of these stupid things like offer someone 500 quid to change their name to Kenny Ken back to back with Kenny Ken. <sighs> He's spending a few more hours at the coal face. <laughs> Yes, obviously it is worth it. <laughs> Chode, I can do you that solid. I can update. I will today on the podcast. I will update a load of old ranking radio, ranking records, rankings records, recordings on the podcast today. That much I can promise you. Um, yeah, T-shirts, right. It's a good, you know, look, we have got to get this money together for Kenny Ken back to back Kenny Ken. So, yeah, I will do a T-shirt. I think uh, probably there might be some issues. I might, I don't want to upset the real Kenny Ken by, uh, with the T-shirt. So I think um, perhaps a decent T-shirt to say. I, do- <laughs> I dat- donated money to a lobster-based death cult and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. That seems like a, seems like a fun T-shirt. Get them up, sell don't know how many of them you need to sell to make a, a, a few. A few. Yeah. <laughs> Can't start GoFundMe for it. It's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah. Oh, God. This, this is too funny. Um, guys, what have we got left here? Let's do this. Farmer jailed for trying to smuggle pig semen into Australia to create a supercell, mate. Uh, oh, no. Stuart Perry. God. Oh, just fuck the preamble. Not interested in it. Two men from Western Australia have been sentenced to two years behind bars. Wow. For their involvement in an illegal semen racket that so, that's sole purpose was to create super pigs in the land down under. Sounds outrageous, right? Tobin Sorensen, managing director of the G, GD Pork Piggery, and Henning Lau, his production manager, both pled guilty for their elaborate project, which spanned from 2009 to 2017. They bought they brought the semen from Denmark back in back into Australia in shampoo bottles. I mean, if anything is going to pass that type of bodily fluid, it's going to be shampoo. 
Uh, now, you're probably wondering why Denmark is the home of these super pigs. According to Vice News, the seamen, uh, the pigs, not Danish people. Oh, King Stuart Perry's arc was such a wind-up. Uh, over there leads to loads of baby pigs, and their meat is apparently leaner and better quality than your average porker. During the course of these two blokes' operation, they managed to inseminate nearly 200 pigs, which created 10 times as many piglets. Why is it illegal, though? Where's the, where's the crime? What's the crime? That's a lot of pigs. The reason why it's so illegal in Australia is because naturally, as an island nation, we have, to be we have some pretty strict rules about what comes into the country. Quarantine officers are keen to stop anything that could potentially disrupt or destroy our local agricultural practices, especially porcine reproductive and respiratory syndrome, or blue-ear pig disease. Right. When investigators were zeroing in on these two guys, they had to do genetic tests on some of the pigs by taking hair samples. Sure enough, they were found to have Danish heritage. Let's keep the Danish pigs out of Australia, yeah? These Danish pigs coming over here. <laughs> coming over here, mate, these fucking Danish pigs. They look, they're, uh, they're getting on our welfare system, on our benefits, and it's, it's, it's a disgrace. They're, they're, they're freeloaders and grubs. Uh, sure enough, they were found to have Danish heritage, but thankfully, because they were free of disease, they weren't killed by authorities. But they were turned into delicious porky sausages. Two years sounds like a lot for pig semen racket. <laughs> uh, but uh, Sorensen will be eligible for release after 18 months. Good behaviour. And Law after eight months. GD Pork has also been fined a casual 500,000 Australian dollars, roughly 400 pounds. Uh, but that will be a tough bill to pay, considering it's gone its liquidation, according to the ABC. Well, that was a fun story, completely butchered, if you'll excuse the pun, by Stuart Perry of the Lad Bible. Uh, he really knows how to suck the joy and the humour out of something. And you would think that pig semen racket would be something you could get some genuine laughs out of, but not that Stuart Perry is drunk at the controls, or certainly writing it on Ambien at three o'clock in the morning after he's been out to a sex club, you know, and slung it about a bit. But, you know, we muster on, even in the face of horrendous conditions. We, we're here to, to get it done. Um, guys, it's the end of the show. Um, I'm tremendously thankful for your listenership, and I enjoy doing this. Very, very much. <laughs> you might be able to tell, even though sometimes it makes me want to bang my head into the desk looking at the true state of the insane clown world that we live in. But, you know, someone's got to report on this shit, haven't they? Someone's got to be the conduit from dreadful news websites to your mind, and it might as well be me. You know, if not me, then who? Right? You know, who else is better equipped for this job? I know I have no formal qualifications. None. I have a double C in science. Okay? I have a double C in science at GCSE. Other than that, I have no formal quali qualifications. I have no formal training in anything. Okay? But if not me to be the conduit betwixt bullshit and brain, who? You know, I'm, I'm prepared to take suggestions. You know, if, you've, if you feel there's someone else. Wesley Snips, maybe. You might like to take over this role. Who you think could do a better job? You know, who you'd be more happy to listen to. That's fine. You know, 
I'm all ears. I'm not saying I'll do anything about it, but keen keen to hear. You know, maybe you've decided you want Benny L to do it. I don't know. I don't know much about him. Maybe you've decided you want the actor that played Beppe DiMarco in, in EastEnders. Perhaps he could do a better job than I could. Perhaps he's still got a goatee bit. I don't know. But again, it's up to you guys. You know, it's it's your show. I mean, I know I'm the host, but really, it's it's you guys at, at, at the wheel. It's your responsibility, not mine. I take no responsibility for any of this show whatsoever. Guys, VIP list. Thank you so much to everyone on the VIP list who are who's helping to keep this crazy train on the track. We're one person now away from a hundred people on Patreon. And when we hit that 100 mark, we will have Whiskey and Memes, which will be a drunken rant show, <laughs> which I don't know where that's going to go, but we'll see, won't we? I think that's one of those ones where we just, let's just turn it on and we'll course correct as we go. <laughs> I'm both scared and excited at the same time. Um, but yep, if you want to support on Patreon, there are links on the YouTube video. Also, if you go to threshold.fm, go to donate, it's there. You can support for as little as $1 a month. Guys, and if you support for $10 a month, you get your name on the list. It's Greg Crawford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kozitsky, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Lily Ansar, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischerbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, James Parody, James Parry, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Scriffington, Leon the Menace, Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiba, Dan Elton, Torrent Wilmore, Dark Progressive, Cytron, Sashley Superior, Drum and Bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Chris Brakes, The Bill, Chris Bartholson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller D, Daniel Jemvey, Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dave Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, Cosmic Waft, Meat, Loaf, Nip, Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Sam House, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmouse, LTEC, Willay, Ben Virgo, Dan Tweed, Lupe Zalazar, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, unfortunately it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio Loveschmidt and Benage. Guys, I love you. I will be back tomorrow morning at 10am. There's no Rankins Records at 3pm today. I apologise for that. It is what it is. Uh, but I'll do my best to get some of the older shows, the post-RAM special shows, up on the podcast today, which you can listen to instead. Guys, I love you. I'll be nothing without you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bless you.